At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the nightcap and don't file and wrote. Oh man. We are, Come on, Jerry. We are looking at the conclusion of Duke and Texas Tech. Duke has now made eight consecutive shots. It's over. Uh, <sighs> it's not over. Duke is uh oh, Duke's winning this. Like Roach is cooking on offense. That's just a dumb foul. I hate when they do that. They 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 play great defense, then they bail the offense out like with under five seconds left on the shot clock. I mean, make him make a tough shot at that point. I have only seen Duke play at this elite level a handful of times. Yeah, this game's over. It's over. Texas Tech's going to lose. Duke is Duke's going to be a favorite now to go to the Final Four. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. And at the end of the day, elite offense overpowered uh, elite defense. And that's as simple as that. Texas Tech is going to bow out. All right, guys. It's only five. It's only five. Yeah, this game's done. Come on, Roach. Calm down now. You finally played a good game. Don't get a tech. Calm down. Calm down. And make your free throws. Jeez. Get focused. Locked in. Go to Impalo. Tell him, say, t- control your breathing. Meanwhile, Houston is pulling away. Houston's up 61-49. It's right at the seven-minute mark. Good win. Better team won. Duke played... If Duke plays like this, they're winning the national championship. I think it's it's a it's a game by game situation because it's all about matchups. I didn't I hadn't seen this Duke team play like this in a, in a long time, and uh, you know credit to them, credit to Coach K. Uh, they made the right adjustments down at the half, only twenty nine points in the first half, and going to that Syracuse two three was extremely brilliant by Coach K, just because it got Tech out of rhythm. Tech was was really in a good rhythm versus Duke man-to-man defense. And you see the last two possessions, Duke switched back to the man-to-man, and Tech seemed kind of out of whack because they hadn't been running those sets versus the man defense. So, and this might be a, a, a Tech. Nah, it's probably not a Tech. Yeah, so, uh, man, I, I'll tell you what. I didn't know that I had seen it against Gonzaga. I had seen it against Kentucky. Um, a couple times down the stretch, this second half was a thing of beauty from from Duke. And uh, credit to them, 
credit to the elite talent that they have. This is the worry of betting against a team like that uh, that has this type of elite talent. Jeremy Roach, I think you owe a public apology to Jeremy oh, Roach. Oh, I've, I've said, hey, I've, I've said the entire time that I've been critical of Jeremy Roach. What did I continually, continually say? And Aaron, you get in my ear if I'm telling a lie. I said for us to win the championship, we had to get better play out of Jeremy Roach. Did I not say that? And that's why I was overly critical. Because in these kind of games, him being able to take it, take a guy off the dribble and get to the rim, come on, Duke, the game's not over, man. We just give up a dunk. I, that, that that's, that's so important. But then again, as soon as you praise him, he gets to the free throw line and misses the front end of a one-on-one. -one. As your point guard, he's got to be able to hit free throws, right? So Duke and... Uh, Texas Tech now a three-point game, 73-70 with uh, 27 seconds left. So Texas Tech can try to get a steal, um, and then they'll have to this foul. This is far quickly. from over. Uh, six minutes to go. It was a five-point game. Duke missed the front end of a one-on-one. They just basically didn't play any defense and allowed Tech to go get a free dunk. So now it's only a three-point game. You know, Duke gets the ball and misses a free throw, and, you know, Tech has the ball with a chance to send this thing to overtime. So I, I'm very disappointed in that last sequence by the Blue Devils. Not even sure what they were thinking. All right, quick update of what's happening uh, in the, uh, the south region uh, in San Antonio tonight. Arizona and Houston. Houston, a uh, very impressive win. Uh, not yet done. Up 11, 554-49. Yeah, don't to mush go. them now. Come I'm on. not going to try them. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to mush them. Oh, I meant geez. to say up. I just go back to this Duke, you know, performance. Uh, and like you said, it's not over yet, but the individual athleticism. Jeremy Roach, 15 points tonight, was great. And, you know, I, I feel like a bit of the turning point in this game was the fact that they started to get Mark Williams very involved offensively, Sean. Mm -hmm. And, oh, they called a foul. <sighs> oh, man. Just that easy, though. Texas Tech could have had the ball. Like, I just... Like, Duke's got this relaxed, like, vibe. Like, this game's not over. There's 25 seconds left. You know, we have to make our free throws. We need to actually defend on the defensive end of the court. I would have liked to see Duke, or sorry, Texas Tech. Oh, that's not That was foul. a foul. He hit him oh, on the arm. Come on, man. Yeah, he definitely hit him on the arm. I mean, what are we doing? You could tell how the ball came out. I mean, you knew you couldn't let the, you can't let the refs get involved. In this well, you can't let him cheat either. <laughs> I mean, if he fouls him, he fouls him. I'll be the first one to say, hey. That wasn't a foul. Yeah. And Duke's a great free throw shooting team. We have been What are we, uh, 10 of 11, I think? Yeah, that, that Jeremy Roach that missed just a moment ago was the first one of the game. Yeah, see, I like Wendell Moore. See how he closes his eyes, controls his breathing, you know, kind of gets in a zone. And and takes the atmosphere out, and it's just him in the gym with no one there shooting a free throw. Good shot. Now, Duke, we got to play some defense. So just to catch you guys up, Texas Tech has the ball. There's 25 seconds left. They're down five. They're going to force a three. Good. Force it and miss it. Ah, Texas Tech shoots a three. Oh, it goes in. Duke's up two. Inbound the ball. Like, I don't get, like, why they don't just, you know, do the quick inbound off that make. Texas Tech is not lined up to defend the inbound pass. Ah. Duke gives up a wide-open three to Texas Tech. It is a two-point game, 75-73, 13-point seconds left in the game, 13.1 seconds, and Duke is has called timeout, so we'll see if they can inbound the ball. Like, hear me through on this. And When I talk late game, 
strategy. In that situation, to me, the quick inbound is the better option because Texas Tech's not in defensive mm-hmm. position. They just got finished trying to score. You can inbound the ball quickly and generally burn two, three seconds before they foul you. Whereas you call timeout, now even though you might set up like a great inbound play, they also get to set up, you know, how they defend it. And they're going to do the same thing they did the last time. Wherever the ball goes, they're not going to foul immediately. They're going to trap and try and get a turnover. You know, sometimes I think you can overcoach these situations, and you wouldn't have to if you just had the team completely prepared. You know, guys, when we get late in games and it becomes a one-possession game, we want a quick inbound on the other team's make. Ooh, Houston almost put the dagger in Arizona there. Five and a half minutes to go. By the way, Houston went up 14. Oh, up 11 now. No, I know. They missed a three. Yeah. Uh, They've got 21 points off of Arizona turnovers tonight. And, you know, you're just seeing a a defensive team. Um, Should have bet more on this game. Why'd I go so hard on Texas Tech? Should have gone more on Houston. 75-73, Duke to inbound. By the way, uh, this would be, if Duke wins, Coach K's first ever win in the West region when they're out West in the Pacific time zone. Kind of crazy. In the NCAA tournament. They've won out in the West. Well, they definitely haven't won yet. <laughs> That's for sure. Going to come down to it, but Duke, a quality free throw shooting team, has missed one free throw well, today. We've got to inbound the ball first. They get it into who's Griffin. That, Griffin. Yep. But again, because you allow them to set up, the clock goes from 13.1 to 12.9. If you do the quick inbound, it's at least two, three seconds. You know, that come off the clock. Now, we got to make these. If we make these, I'll start feeling slightly better. Double bonus. Nope. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're in a double bonus double now. Bonus. Yep. 12.9 seconds to go in this one. Oh, I'm it's still, still one and one after nine fouls? Yeah, ninth foul is still one and one. Oh, wow. One more here. A.J. Griffin at the free throw line, 75% free throw shooter. I believe these are his first free throw attempts of the game. Yeah, they are. So, here we go. Coming down to it between these two teams, a pick'em game has kind of played out that way. Free throw up and nothing but net. Yeah, I like him. He kind of is a guy that plays, you know, with a mental consistency that you like as a coach. He was injured at the beginning of the season. He's really come on, and that's Griffin for Duke as the season's gone on. Houston in kind of a drought here, missing some shots. Arizona's got a chance to make and Make this a one-possession game. Texas Tech's going to inbound down four, 12.9 seconds left. By the way, Texas Tech is out of timeouts. I mean, I'll say this about Duke. The way they finished against Michigan State, this performance here tonight, I'm, you know, they had a lot of feels in my uh, opinion. Why? That was dumb. Why? That was a silly foul. Why? I mean, there's, there's only that. that oh, oh, it's six fouls yeah, still. It's that, not going to put them on the free throw line. Still, guys, come on, man. Well, what I say, what I'll say about Duke is this. Um, I lost. By the way, it, it would have been nice if they had played like this, you know, against Virginia Tech, uh, and won me a lot of money. Uh, but no, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I just the the fiery passion that has fueled inside of me now for for yeah. hatred of Duke for how how they finished. Get the rebound. Oh, it's there over. we go. Game time. Game over. Game time. Yep. Missed three. 
Paolo Boncaro, and uh, Duke going to move on to the Elite Eight. Let's go, baby! Good win. Better My guy, Nicky Pats, in the back. What I say, take everything. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. You had Bet Blue. Let's go Blue Devils. Good win. Better, yes. Better team one. Better team one. Duke played at an elite level tonight offensively, and they will move on to the Elite Eight where they will take on Arkansas, where they will be a favorite. They would have been a dog to Gonzaga, but they are going to be a favorite against uh, make your free throws, Arkansas. 4.8 seconds to go. Texas Tech, no timeouts. The Blue Devils, better team tonight. Moving on to the Elite Eight. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup. The breakfast Baconator, croissant combos, and hot or cold coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. Oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. Once again, it has gone final. Make sure you get a little check mark there on your cigar bed, Sean. A good win yes, for, sir. for you, yes, good sir. win for Duke. Better team one, 78-73. We'll All get, I need is St. Peter's tomorrow. We'll get uh, we'll get into those games. We'll get into uh, uh, spreads of the next games uh, when we get to it. But 
Uh, we're still finishing out Houston and Arizona as uh, Arizona just got a turnover. They still trail by eight. So let's take a look at the live line. It is uh, Arizona plus eight and a half. And if you think the Wildcats can come back and win this plus 950 on the money line. So uh, if Arizona can hold on here, they would be the third number one seed to be eliminated as Gonzaga earlier tonight falling to Arkansas. Uh, we should shortly get a line here on Duke and Arkansas. I will say... The Arkansas was nine and a half point under Gonzaga. I will I would say, say five. Yeah, probably around there. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I'd say five and a half. Yeah, that, I go that, five, five and a half. Yeah. Um, so while we wait, um, you know, go back to Duke. Shot seventy-one percent from the field in the second half. Had an eight for eight stretch. I think they might have closed eight for eight from the field, Sean. Mm-hmm. Look, they they balled out in the second half. Um, you know, I. I I joked that, hey, the refs are going to take this game over. They didn't. The better team just stepped up. Um, they scored 49 points in the second half against the best defense in the country. And you had big-time plays from from future NBA players. Paolo Boncaro, 22 points. Every starter finished in double figures tonight, Sean. Uh, and I thought the zone changed this game as we go back. And uh looks like Houston just turned it over again. So Arizona throwing a little pressure on the Cougars. And the Cougars just turned it over. So two and a half minutes to like go. Some of the things these guys do, man, this is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, this is unbelievable. Yeah, that was a pretty poor choice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So Houston and uh, Arizona under two and a half minutes to go. This game is played uh, under the total, but we'll see. If it goes to overtime, you know what happens in overtime. Not only does that where dogs go to die, it's where unders go to die. Um, so uh, right now it is uh, what we're sitting at 122 is – Arizona's starting to show a bit of a frantic pace here. And uh, you could have just a moment ago got eight and a half. And I tell you what, Houston doesn't know what to do uh, with this oh pressure. My God. He did the same thing again. What? And is, threw the ball away. This is horrendous by Houston. Houston is collapsing. No, not Houston. Their point guard. And they got to call a foul? No. No foul. Well, they though. got lucky then. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If that was Duke, they would have called a foul. I mean, he's self-imploding. Houston has now gone the last five and a half minutes with three points. What once seemed to be a rocking chair situation for the two of us is now a, a little bit more. Uh... They just have to score. Now, here's the thing that teams underestimate down the stretch. They think the clock is the is their friend. It's scoring. Go. Like they Big just made three. a three. That's so much more important than taking an extra 20 seconds off the clock and having an empty possession, you know, where the score doesn't change. As long as you keep scoring. You keep the pressure on Arizona. And uh, Arizona. Arizona misses. Houston gets the rebound. That three. Houston's up nine with a minute nine left, about to go to the free throw line for the, oh, two shots. Duke minus four. Okay, there you go. Duke a uh, four-point favorite against Arkansas. Now, to me, Mm -hmm. the Duke-Arkansas matchup is very similar to the Texas Tech matchup. The only difference being, I still think Musselman has a huge coaching advantage. Now, Arkansas is slightly better offensively. I think their best player now, JD Note is, is better offensively than what Texas Tech brings to the for table. For sure, for sure. But to me, Arkansas isn't as big from start from from one to five as Texas Tech is. Agreed. Yeah, Jalen Williams. 
So they do pose, you know, some size there as Houston misses the first free throw. So one more free throw to come for the Cougars. Uh, but your opening line, Arkansas is laying, or sorry, getting four. Uh, that game will be on uh, Sunday, or sorry, Saturday. I'm all over the place. I'm all over. When you lose a bet, lose a cigar bet, right up for the website, you just get a little little off as uh, now a seven-point game with a minute to go. Uh, you're Houston open- missed both of their free throws. They did. That's what I th- that's what did worry me. They're not a good free throw shooting team. Uh, if Houston holds on, they will play Villanova on Saturday. There's no doubt that the evening affair will be Duke and Arkansas. I can almost uh, guarantee you that right now. That'll be the uh, the evening affair. You know, for Duke, look, it felt like your uh, your cigar bet taking Auburn, Kentucky, and Duke was uh, was in bad shape. <laughs> Now, Gonzaga's gone, so they're a favorite in the Elite Eight. Uh, you've got waiting in the in the bottom region, a Purdue team that's, you know, got elite offensive capabilities, but is certainly very, very questionable at best defensively. And I think that game would be very entertaining, but I would certainly give the edge to Duke in that one. It all comes down to this, Sean. Right. If Duke plays like they did in the second half, the remainder of this tournament, they're winning the national championship. I agree. Because they have the best players in the country. I agree. I have Duke and they have Kansas. Break, they have breakdowns defensively, mm-hmm. as we saw. But once again, credit to Coach K. Going to that zone, it threw Texas Tech off. I felt like there were a couple possessions where Texas Tech had like a baseline jumper, uncontested. They missed it. I'm not saying that's the reason, but there were a couple moments there when we were right around the 10-minute mark where it felt like Texas Tech, Sean, had a chance to kind of give Duke another punch, and they they missed, and, you know, Duke shooting 71% from the field down the stretch. And, and, and here's what I'll say about this game, which was a losing bet for me, a winning bet for you. You cannot say that there was any shoddy, refereeing I agree. or anything like this. I thought they called it fair. This game was just played out on the floor, and at the end of the day, the team that executed the best, which was Duke, won this game. I and uh, credit to them. I agree. So, hell of a win for Duke. As, Don't be uh, interested. As Houston now up eight with a minute to go, trying to knock off the third number one seed, and uh, could we see all four number one seeds go out in the round of 16 with Kansas playing tomorrow against Providence? We'll certainly talk about that game uh, in our final couple of segments, Houston makes another free throw. Now a nine-point lead for the Cougars. Shout out to Kevin Sampson. He's done a tremendous job with that program. I just mean, it wasn't like he inherited like a Houston team that had, you know, had been super successful. Like he's really turned it into, I would, I would consider Houston a national power. Like not from a brand standpoint, from a result standpoint. Like they've gotten pretty darn good since Coach Sampson got there. Well, I'll say this. I went to the Final Four last year, and um, and they lost their best player. I mean, that 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 I know I've said it a lot on this show, but it it just it needs to be reemphasized that that Marcus Sasser is the best player on Houston, and he's not available, and he's out for the year. Traymond Mark is second best a, in a lot of ways, yeah, especially offensively. Top four, however you want to yeah. define it, right? He was lost for the year, and here they are. They're about to knock off Arizona. Uh, a team that was a one seed and, you know, Pac-12 champs. What, I mean, the performances we've seen from Houston, first round beating UAB covering, second round just 
keeping Illinois at arm's length the entirety of that game, and now Arizona. And what was the stat we said yesterday about one seeds that were did not cover the first two they games? Were, they did not win. They they didn't win the championship, I think. Right. Or the in the last team to not cover the first two games of the tournament and win the national championship was Arizona in uh, as Houston puts the finishing touches on uh, this night. Hey, what good night for you, Sean. Thank you, man. Appreciate three, it. 3-0 oh for you. Appreciate it. Uh, two and one night for me. Appreciate it. Of course, I didn't write. I wrote up the wrong game for the website. I liked Houston. Uh, you know, it's funny. I went to the window before the show again, and I almost went in again on Houston. I got a little talked off of it. So I already had a bet on them. But I doubled down on my Texas Tech bet, which mm-hmm. obviously was poor choice. And uh, and then I, I went in again on, on Purdue. So <laughs> we will see. I'll be able to cash a ticket, but it's uh, I should have cashed one harder. Great night for Sean. Uh, as we, yes! were, we were both with Houston. Great win there. You called Arkansas. They win that game outright. And the Duke Blue Devils win it. So your Elite Eight on the... In the South region is all set as Houston wins 72 to 60. And the under comes home in that game with relative ease. Houston wins it. And uh, Houston will now play Villanova on Saturday. And Duke will play Arkansas. Opening lines for those games. Reactions to all four games that have concluded as Duke, Houston, Arkansas and Villanova all move on to the Elite Eight. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Come on back. We got 30 more minutes here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. minutes cover grays make picks win green get in on the action during college basketball's biggest tournament with l'oreal men expert five minute prediction pool join two free to play pools for your shot at a share of 10 grand in total cash prices head to draftkings.com slash men expert now to make your march mania prediction l'oreal because we're worth it terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details and then there were 10 tonight an impressive performance by a bunch of squads Villanova earlier tonight winning and covering against Michigan Arkansas as a nine and a half point underdog outright winner over Gonzaga Duke just a remarkable performance down the stretch 49 points in the second half 71 percent shooting as the Blue Devils beat Houston, or excuse me, beat Texas Tech 78-73. And Houston, they move on as a one-and-a-half-point underdog. They beat Arizona tonight 72-60. to Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Tremendous night for my partner. Uh, he was on Arkansas. He was on Duke. And uh, he was on Houston as well. We were on Houston together. Uh, we had that one come on home. First half under. You know, it's funny. It's a two-and-one night for me, Sean, but I'm like, I'm dejected. Because the one game I wrote up for the website was the Texas Tech game. That loses. I lose to you head-to-head. And it was there. It was there for it was there for Texas Tech. I thought a couple things went there wrong their way. And, you know, I, Duke executed superbly down the stretch. 
the zone through Texas Tech for a loop, and uh, elite players stepped up at the end. Your guy, Jeremy Roach, was uh, was great. 7 of 11 from the field, had five assists. Uh, Paulo Boncaro, 7 of 12, hit a couple big threes. There was a stretch where Texas Tech took the lead. It was like 58-56, and he hit a deep three. That's just like, if that's the way this is going to go tonight, game over. And uh, Duke wins 78-73. So we've got some early lines, but... Uh, now that the games are all over, let's start with Duke and Texas Tech. What stood out to you the most uh, from from that game? And then we'll kind of work our way down. Well, I think you can see the growth and development. You know, it's why kind of like we were having a conversation earlier about the metrics and how they do a great job of simplifying some of the statistics so you can identify them individually. But they also are inclusive of the entire season. And so a team like Duke, in their instance, is youth because they had Paulo, Trevor Keels, and Griffin that are all freshmen, you know, playing with a bunch of sophomores, basically, outside of Wendell Moore. And this team is playing much better right now than they were early in the year. So I think they're getting good at the right time. They're playing confident. And I still think fundamentally on defense they have to tighten up a little, but there's no reason that Duke can't win the national title. I think this thing is setting up to be Duke versus Kansas, you know, to be honest, <laughs> you know. After that performance from Houston, man. Oh, yeah. I was also going to say Kansas has to get by Houston, and I kind of was leaning towards the only two futures I have left, which is Duke and Kansas. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I would not be opposed. Yeah. Well, for me personally, Villanova, Kansas, uh, playing on the right side of the bracket would be absolutely spectacular because those are my two remaining futures. Um, and I'll say this. Here's where Duke is interesting. They're one of the few teams in the country that aren't dependent upon one person. Like, they have, like, between Paolo, Wendell Moore, Trevor Keels, and Griffin, you're not shocked if either one of those guys goes for 20-plus. Mark Williams has really developed into a guy who's probably going to be a first-round draft pick if he decides to declare for the draft. So I think that's where they're unique because of the depth of talent that they had. If we move to the Villanova, I just think Villanova's playing good, hard-nosed, experienced basketball. I still don't know that they've really beaten anyone that can really test the man-to-man defense that they play. You know, I thought Michigan's advantage was size. But Michigan has very average guard play. St. Mary's is who they beat the game before, right? No. Um, Villanova? Villanova, yeah. Beat Ohio State. Ohio State, right? Ohio State, probably a team I didn't even think they should have been, you know, in the tournament, to be honest with you. The way they finished – you know, their last uh, 12 games. But, you know, eventually Villanova, now they're going to run into a team, Houston, that's as physical as they are, as mentally tough, more athletic. If it gets, if it's a close game, Villanova does have a significant advantage. They are great from the free throw line. Houston's not. Mm-hmm. But I think Houston's got the edge. I, just, I think they're more talented than Villanova is one to five. Yeah, but, I mean uh... – You've been saying that a lot this year. Not about and Villanova. Yeah. No, nah, not really. You, you know, I didn't think highly of the Big East. You didn't think highly of Villanova. Right, but I – But and here they are. They're in the Elite Eight. But, again, the best and they've team – covered every way, you know. Very true. But, again, I'm just looking at – Houston just beat Purdue. Houston beat what a lot of Arizona. people thought I – mean, I mean, Houston just beat Arizona. Mm-hmm. And in the first round, they beat a team that a lot of people UAB. thought – you know, was, was oh Houston's playing really well. You know, I'm just looking at who Villanova's beaten, and it's like, okay, Michigan, uh, good story. Not a great team, in my opinion. Ohio State, uh, good story. 
not a great team. So this will be by far the best team that Houston's played. Yeah. I would say Villanova, Arizona on a uh, neutral court, probably a pick them. Villanova, Arizona? On a neutral court, probably a pick them. Maybe no. Arizona slightly favored. Oh, Arizona was a favorite against Houston. Right. So Arizona would have been probably a three. So. And Houston's two. Arizona's beaten a team better than Villanova. Villanova hasn't played a team as good as Houston. So it'll be interesting. I, I, I'm not counting Jay Wright out. I mean, he's done it. You know, and, and what I would say about this is I think what worked out in the advantage for Villanova is that Arizona was eliminated. I, I think that size would have really caused some issues. And these are two teams that I think match up very similarly. Um, you know, and I still think Arizona, you look at turnover rate, Villanova doesn't turn the ball over. Houston loves to turn teams over. Um, I just think Nova's tougher than uh, Arizona. I think their advantage in that game would have been their toughness. I think their meeting a the team is just as tough as them, just slightly more athletic. So once again, your opening lines for the Elite Eight games and uh, the game times will be uh, 6.09 Eastern, 3.09 Pacific for Houston and Villanova and 8.49 Eastern, uh, 5.49 Pacific for Duke and Arkansas, a rematch of the 1994 national championship game. Uh, I hope Arkansas comes out and rocks their uh, Nolan Richardson <laughs> uniforms <laughs> for that game. Uh, so your opening lines, Arkansas-Duke, a total of 147. Obviously, the over going over uh, tonight in, uh, in this one, uh, in, in Duke and... Uh, uh, Duke and Texas Tech, and then a total of 128 and a half in Villanova, Houston, with a with a spread here at circa of two, uh, Houston minus two against Villanova. So first initial thoughts of those two games. I'm going Duke and Houston. Again, as good as Arkansas looked tonight, and I loved them against Gonzaga. Gonzaga offensively doesn't have near the amount of one-on-one talent that Duke does, and Arkansas is another team that likes to play man-to-man defense. And a lot of times in college basketball, Tim, you play a team, they may have one elite player off the dribble, and some teams that are really good might have two. Duke has five. And then they have Mark Williams. So I just think they present a, a, a legitimate issue to anybody that wants to play man-to-man. I think they're extremely tough matchup, especially if Jeremy Roach is going to contribute double figures and get to the rim like he did tonight. You know, they, they, it pretty becomes like, – you almost have to think about getting away from what you do normally. Because it's tough to stay in front of all those guys. And if you help and you sag and you double the, 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 the ball handler, they got guys that can knock down threes as well. So tough matchup for Arkansas. It's been a good story. But I've got Duke moving on. And I just think Houston is going to out-tough Nova in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes under that total, even though it's low. Actually, that would be my first look. Uh, first blush look would be under Villanova and Houston. Um, you know, Villanova – has is one of the slower pace teams in the entire country, Sean. Uh, you know, they're 345 at a 358 in adjusted tempo, um, 348 in average possession length. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way that this game is going to kind of play out. Um, you know, it's a, once again, like you said, look at the tempos. So 348 for Villanova. Houston's the same exact thing, 334 in adjusted tempo. <laughs> And adjusted or Abbott's possession length. So now the, the 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 battle within the battle in that game, Tim, is who rebounds better because both teams attack the boards. You know, both teams are from a height standpoint pretty similar. Yeah. Who, who's able to who's they're able very, to dominate the board? They're very similar. And yeah. to your point, I mean, that's what Houston 
did it does so well as they get after the offensive glass. Let me just pull up the final box score of the 72-60 win. So Houston wins outright uh, as a one and a half point underdog, and uh, and the under uh, comes home. Uh, Houston 12 offensive rebounds tonight. Uh, however, Arizona had 15. Right. So you know they got after it too, but. Uh, you know, very good. Import- I mean, Houston continues, man. I mean, what Kelvin Sampson does, I, I, I tweeted it after they beat Illinois. I mean, he's a wizard. He is. What he's done. I mean, think about the coaching matchups we now have in these two games. Jay Wright against uh, Kelvin Sampson. Coach K against Eric Musselman. Really, really good matchups with head coaches. Duke moves on to play Arkansas. Houston on to play Villanova. We got four more games tomorrow night. Our thoughts on those games as we wrap things up here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Need bracket insurance? State Farm is here. Play the free second chance bracket presented by State Farm. Make new picks in the round of 16 for your shot at a share of 20 grand in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash State Farm now to join the action. State Farm, we offer surprisingly great rates. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Once again, pound to my partner. Head-to-head victory over me. Better team once tonight. Duke beating Texas Tech 78. Hey, now. Easy there. I know you're celebrating. I was trying to kick the microphone out the way so they could see the sweatshirt. Yeah. The microphone wasn't having it. 78-73. Duke a winner tonight. The over uh, comes home in that one as Duke consensusly came off as a pick. Uh, The total was 136.5. Arkansas-Gonzaga. That goes well under the total. And the dog comes home as a nine and a half point dog. And here at Circa, plus 405 on the money line. Villanova, 63 55 win. They cover the four and a half. And the under also comes home in that one. And Houston, Arizona, the Cougars, as one and a half point underdogs, they win 72 to 60 as the under also comes. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. So the totals tonight, one and three to the under and uh, favorites go one and two and one game was a pick em. So before we jump to Friday's game, let's once again get into the opening lines, the first blush at what we have. The early game on Saturday will be the South Regional Final in San Antonio. Houston taking on Villanova. We will use Circa's line, which is Houston minus two, a total of 128.5. Same line and total at DraftKings. Sean First thoughts on the South Regional Final, the five seed versus the two seed, with the five seed a slight favorite over Villanova. I like Houston. I just think it's a tough matchup for Villanova because they're playing almost their mirror image. But I think Houston's more athletic and more skilled than those physical teams that Villanova comes up against in the Big East, meaning they have more guys, I think, that can finish at the rim you know, if Villanova doesn't dominate the boards, you know, I just don't know if they ever shoot well enough to just win. And it's going to be very hard to do that against Houston. And for one of the few times, Houston, I mean, uh, Villanova doesn't have a head coaching advantage. You know, I even though Jay Wright is an elite head coach, I also think that Kevin Sampson is as well. So I, I like Houston here. I think it's a the reason they're favored. And I think if you like the Cougs, you probably should get in now because I think, if anything, that number will continue to push up slightly. I like the under, and I've actually played a little bit on the under. I'll do more digging on it, but that was my first blush uh, of these two games, and we'll get into Arkansas-Duke here in just a moment, but I like the under. Uh, both of these teams, if you look at uh, their numbers, they are incredibly slow. Uh, you know, Villanova, 345 in adjusted tempo at a 358, 348 in average time of, uh, of possession, and Houston, very similar. 334 in adjusted tempo and 322 in adjusted tempo. You've seen these two teams play a little bit slower. Now, in the first round, Houston didn't have to play slow. I'd be very interested to see how these two teams kind of, it feels like it's going to be a chess match. You know, we'll see what the first half line uh, total will be. That's why I played first half under in uh, Arizona, Houston, uh, which was able to come home. But uh, my first thought would be on uh, to take the under on Villanova and Houston. So that is the first game on Saturday night, 6.09 Eastern. And then the nightcap rematch of the 1994 National Championship game. Duke, a four-point favorite with a total of 147 against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas, just a phenomenal performance. Frustrating Gonzaga. Uh, limiting Gonzaga, loving that role as the underdog, and Eric Musselman gets that opportunity again. But to me, Sean, I don't know if I'm ready to lay the four, but what I saw in that second half from Duke was as good as I've seen them all year. Maybe the Kentucky game or maybe the Duke game, but that second half, the shot-making 
the ability to go to a zone to throw Texas Tech a bit off because as we saw as that game kept going on, when they were playing man-to-man, Texas Tech was taking advantage of that. But I thought overall, Duke against the number one defense in the country, limited turnovers to an extent, you know, only 10 turnovers. That's pretty good against Texas Tech and 71% shooting down the stretch. Very, very impressive. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what Arkansas decides to do. Do they want to... <laughs> Do they want to get out and go? Is this going to be a track meet on Saturday night? But once again, 147 the total, Duke laying four. So I've already made a bet. And uh, I don't, like, advocate necessarily doing parlays, but I've already bet Houston money line parlay with Duke money line. And I think I'll go back and bet the games individually with the spread, but I just feel very strongly that Duke's a really bad matchup for Arkansas. The difference, in my opinion, between Duke and Gonzaga is a lot of times Gonzaga lives and dies by the three. Like they don't have a multiple, they don't have multiple guys that are great off the dribble getting to the rim. Their low post presence is Timmy, you know, because Chet, even though he's tall, he's not really a, a, a dominant. Chet was invisible, right? Today. Presence in the post, and they won tonight because Gonzaga shot five of twenty-one from three, twenty-three percent. And I just don't think Duke is that reliable reliable on the three like they get to the basket like they give teams that want to play man-to-man defense fits just like Texas Tech came into this game with a big defensive reputation Duke put up 78 Hmm. and they're a tough they're a tough night if you're going to play them man you'd be better off against Duke playing some kind of zone and just hoping they're not knocking down you know their their perimeter shots but if Jeremy Roach is going to continue to play at the level he's playing at getting to the rim off the dribble they throw so many lobs to Mark Williams when his defender has to come and help. They get a lot of easy buckets. Duke shot 51% from the field. And that's pretty darn good. And I think it speaks to the athleticism, the skill, the talent that Duke has. I I like what Arkansas is being able to do, but I think this is a bad matchup for them. I I like Duke to cover this number. Um, So I'm going to bet Duke straight. Minus the four. I'm going to bet Houston straight minus the two. But I'm also going to money line two-team parlay those two squads as well. All right. You're on both the favorites. I uh, haven't decided a side yet. but uh, the, I'm not touching the totals. But the one play I, I do like, I'll go under on uh, Villanova and Houston. What was the final in uh, Arizona-Houston tonight? 72-60. to 60. Ah, What was the final in Villanova? 63-55. So Villanova put up 63. Houston put up 72. Just... All right, let's get to uh, let's get to the games on uh, on Friday night. Uh, two games that we'll be sweating out on the air, or we'll have on the air. I don't know if we'll be sweating them out. I actually did take a bite on UNC. I know it's a bit square. I took the two and a half and a little on the money line against UCLA. Jaime Jaquez with that in, in ankle injury. I have a lot of concerns. Um, so clearly, UNC will uh, you know show up like they did against uh, Pittsburgh earlier this year and get blown out. Um, but I did play UNC, um, but. You know me and you, the battle, I'm on Purdue. Uh, I think this is a bad matchup for St. Peter's. You disagree. You won our head-to-head matchup tonight, so we're back at it tomorrow. Uh, we'll know the answer by the time we hit the air. Backdoor cover, certainly a possibility, uh, but I think this is a really, really challenging matchup for St. Peter's. The world loves the Peacocks right now. Uh, 71% of the tickets at DraftKings earlier today on St. Peter's. Uh, at the Westgate Superbook here in Las Vegas, four to one ticket count on St. Peter's. I'm going to go with Purdue, the better team, uh, the bigger size, the elite guard play, and I think Cinderella's run comes to a close. 
Give me Purdue to win that game uh, comfortably. So my best play tomorrow is Miami. I think Miami's. Oh a yeah, very, I'm on Miami too. Yeah, I think Miami's a very difficult matchup for Iowa State. I've already bet St. Peter's on the money line. I'm going to in-game bet the spread because if Kansas for some reason jumps up, that number's going to fly. Well, Kansas is playing probably. I mean, uh, Purdue. If Purdue jumps out 10-2 or something, that number's going to go all the way up to 16-17 right off the bat. So I'm going to wait and see if I can get a better number than 12 and a half. But I do think St. Peter's is live to win the game outright. I think Purdue's going to really struggle on the defensive end, defending them. I agree with Tim because UCLA is not fully healthy. I'm going with the fighting Hubert Davises on the money line. And I don't have a great feel for Kansas-Providence. I, I really don't. Uh, I'm probably going to sit that game out. If I get a strong feeling during it, I'll in-game bet it. But I'm not going to steer you one way or another. But I'm telling you, St. Peter's is live. They're Just not. like I told nope. you yesterday that Arkansas was super live against Gonzaga. Same kind of situation, in my opinion. I think the small ball lineup that Shaheen Holloway is going to throw at Purdue is going to cause them a lot of problems. We'll Same find situation. Out. Arkansas beat Auburn. We'll find out. Oh, ye of little faith. They are we'll not find live. out. This guy's waving. Hey, you're on TV, buddy. All right. Uh, congrats to Sean's Dukies, a winner. Uh, for them, and uh, we've got ourselves some Elite Eight games. Scott Seidenberg, more thoughts on these ones. What a night. The Duke Blue Devils moving on, as are the Arkansas Razorbacks and Villanova and Houston. It's the Nightcap. Talk to you tomorrow. Before. Before. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.